Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Cool Stuff Jimmy Gets from Mexico podcast. Hope everybody had a nice Thanksgiving. I know I did. Back from a long weekend. What a bummer. Um, I uh, I can definitely... I'm with everybody on... Oh, man. Back to, back to the grind. Um, been a plumbing fool. Enjoyed my time off. Uh, back at it. Uh, a lighter schedule. Um, I'm telling folks, I'm only doing two two jobs a day versus prior I was doing three, four, five, fitting as many as I could, working six, seven days. No, man, two two jobs a day. Um, finish when I'm when I'm done. At, hopefully at a reasonable hour. I can get home and uh, uh, spend some time with my babies. Which, you know, prior uh, we you know our older kids were in high school and college, and they were kind of on autopilot. Uh, and they didn't miss us when we worked late, but my little babies do. So that's important to me to to be here. But uh, thanks, everybody, for the uh, input and feedback I got. Um, uh, a couple people that uh, reached out all, all basically said the same thing. They're like, it was regarding um, my statement when uh, I was told, they're like, listen, you know, you either you're Mexican or you're not. Uh, when I mentioned that, you know, I got down there as as a student, and they were expecting, you know, a tall, blonde hair, blue-eyed, you know, American, and I showed up, and they were a little confused, quite honestly. Now, mind you, you know, it's a small town. Everyone's in high school. Nobody had a great deal amount of international travel, but uh, just the concept uh, in Fresnillo, Zacatecas in 1997, uh, the concept of a, uh, of a Mexican-American, of an anything-American, uh, is is foreign, was foreign, continues to be foreign to a large population of, you know, rural Mexico, especially where, where I find myself many times. Um, many times they've never met a Mexican uh, like me. Um, and uh, as we say in the United States, you know, that's how we, we identify. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm German. I'm German. I'm German Irish. Yeah, my dad's German. My mom's Irish. Um, that's not the way they, they do it in Mexico. Um and matter of fact, in my in my uh, discussing the topic with uh, my friends else from elsewhere along the uh, uh, that were also part of the program, international young people, um, no one does that. I do understand that Argentina, Argentina has a German population of Argentine-born people that identify as German. Speaking, you know, just from Argentina, born there, you know, speaking Spanish, not a lick of German, and they'll say, "Yeah, I'm, I'm German." Soy alemán, I'm German, you know, um, which is interesting. Um, other than that, uh, what I've discovered is that we're basically the only country that uh, does the hyphening, um, as far as you know, nationalities go. Just, I mean, that that term alone. What's your nationality? What we're really asking is, what's your ethnic background? You know, but here in the United States, we say, what's your nationality? Whereas nationality is the nation of what, you know, where's your passport? What's your passport say? That's your nationality. And so when I got down there, number one, the, the question was, where did I get this, this finta mexicana? And I had to learn that word because I didn't know it. And finta is a... Uh, it's the noun of the, the, the verb to fake. So if you fake something, to fake something, if that was a noun, a fake, a, 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 uh, uh, a facade, 
a not quite well, a disguise. Where did you get this this fake Mexican look to you? Is what they said. This finta mexicana. And I said, well, you know, I'm Mexican. They're like, no, you're not. I said, yeah, well, I mean, I'm not Mexican, Mexican, but you know, I'm Mexican. They're like, listen, either you're Mexican or you're not. We are Mexicans. We are from Mexico. You are not from here. You are not from Mexico. You are from the United States. You are an American. And I couldn't argue with it. So I guess the, the, I never been confronted with that reality. I've always been described as a Mexican. I've always identified as Mexican, you know, as we do here, especially in high school. I mean, everybody's pretty, at least my group of friends were pretty ethnocentric. You know, we definitely celebrated our uh, our Mexican heritage and roots and just, you know, assumed the going thing was, yeah, we're, we're, we're Mexicans. But getting down to Mexico, um, I, it, it was explained to me in no uncertain terms. You are not one of us, dude. You weren't born here. You're not from here. You don't know. You don't. You don't speak Spanish. You. you you're not. You're not a Mexican. You're just not. And I, I couldn't argue with it. And quite to be honest, as the more I lived down there after what two years, and this is pre-internet, y'all. This is, you know, uh, email was new. 1997. Uh, the first time I got online was down in Mexico. And it, things were just barely getting started. So it wasn't like you could, you know, social media was not even an idea anywhere. 1997. You're, so when you're when you're living abroad, you're living abroad. There's no I was buying phone cards, you know, uh, spending 50 pesos to talk for five minutes, you know, on the phone. You, know, you put it on a public phone, you punch it in and you could talk for five minutes. You know, so there was not much contact back home. My point is, so when I was living away, I was just away. And um, one of the things that was explained to me, you know, very, very clearly was the fact that, yeah, I am I am not a Mexican. Um, I had an uncle that later uh, asked me um, about that particular aspect. He'd, he'd run into that at his job, you know, guys, guys from Mexico were like, yeah, you're, you're not Mexican. He's like, like, what? What are you talking about? You know, he's like, yeah, what, what do you what do you make of that? I said the best way I can I came to understand it is I'm I'm Mexican the adjective, not Mexican the noun. You know we're we're a Mexican family. We're you know yeah Jimmy yeah the Mexican guy yeah yeah the, uh, yeah I get it yeah Jimmy the only Mexican plumber that comes into the supply house yeah we know him yeah, but I am not a Mexican. I don't have a green passport. You know I'm I'm from here born here you know everything, and. Uh, the feedback I got was uh, from a, from a buddy of mine that said the same thing. He's like, "Dude, I totally feel you on that, man." He's like, "Went down to Mexico when I was fourteen, and they, they told me the same thing." Where it was most, um, I'd say the best explanation of it is uh, Edward James Olmos in Selena, nineteen ninety six. Jennifer Lopez, Edward James Olmos, Selena movie. And they're riding in the Big Bertha for those who follow, those who, who are hip on that. He was saying, it's hard being a Mexican-American. You got to be more Mexican than Mexican. You got to be more American than American. And and I, and I that's really, uh, I mean, that's that's a, a, a dilemma that uh, a lot of folks encounter. And, and look, and I also get it, man. I've, uh, I've had this conversation to folks who just aren't trying to hear it. What are you talking about? I'm Mexican. I'm 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 gonna be Mexican. I was like, till I die, you know, real to fine. That's ain't nobody gonna tell me I ain't Mexican. I'm like, yeah, that's 
I get it, but when you fly into Mexico, you got to go to the extranjero line when you're getting your visa because the that line over there is for Mexicans with a blue passport. You're not Mexican. We can definitely celebrate our heritage, all those things as as we do, and it's particularly in my household and and I'm I'm all I'm all with it. But uh the longer I was there and the more I do business down there, uh the more I I I just uh agree that I am not not Mexican, man. There's just there's cultural aspects and norms and behaviors that I just can't get with. It's just not part of what I do, what we what we as Americans do. And particularly speaking of questions regarding, you know, punctuality for God's sakes, formality in, in business. Um and that's as what I'm there to do. Uh the fact that uh you know, I, I am oftentimes um on the receiving end of uh cheating attempts you know just just to screw me man just to to overcharge me for you know this last time I was in uh Tlaxcala with our artisan and uh we had what's called a bombazo a bombazo I had mentioned that regionally everybody has their their different uh uh cuisine and in this particular area Tlaxcala it's basically uh, uh, their, their hamburger, their torta, but it's, uh, it's not bolillo bread. It's uh, more like a, a hamburger bread, and, but it, it's, uh, they're a little, little spicy. Um, it's just basically a Tlaxcala torta, but they call them bombazos. So anyways, we, we uh, sat, and I'm with our, our Mexica uh, artisan, you know, which is Aztec. Just My man is straight up Aztec. And uh, they speak, his grandparents speak, uh, I can say it right, Nahuatl, the Aztec language. And, uh, but he doesn't. And I'm like, that's pretty much how it goes in the United States. Like, the grandparents speak uh, Spanish and the grandkids just don't. I mean, that's nothing new. It's the same exact thing in Mexico. So, anyways, I'm sitting there. And uh, at first glance, they're like, you know, what will it be? We're like, yeah, two bombazos. And all I said was, de que refresco hay? Which is what kind of what kind of pops do you got? Uh, if you're not from the Midwest, pop means uh, a, a Coke, a, a, a soft drink. And just with that, we got charged uh, double for our soft drinks. Uh, a little better than double because um, your soft drinks will cost thirty pesos, and they charged us eighty each, eighty pesos each for for our, our drinks. And that's just because I'm not a Mexican. They knew right away. Once I opened my mouth, they're like, oh, okay. That's a particular aspect of doing business in Mexico I don't like, man. It's like, like and, and there's a certain justification to it. And even here in the United States, as a plumber, you know, some guys will just uh, really stick it to a customer if they think they can, they're seeing a, a vulnerability or a lack of information. That's not the way I do business, but some folks do. And some folks are under, you know, they're like, yeah, I get it. You're just trying to get, I'm like, no, there's a, there's a rubric. There's it's time material. This is the cost. And folks, oh, I get it. I, I get it. You're just trying to get whatever you can. I'm like, no, that's not how it's going. There's a rubric. It's time material. This is the cost, you know, but as far as folks who say, you're trying to make a move, get what you can. That's basically what I run into often in Mexico. Um, as, as a Mexican American, you know, I, I get in under the radar until I open my mouth and they're like, Oh, this guy's an American. Okay. Uh, 80 pesos. 
for a pop. I'm like, for a pop, bro? You know, I ain't going to have those arguments. So, hey, okay, here you go, 80 pesos. I, I am there to support, you know. The one place I'll say they don't do that is what I found is my new, uh, my new digs, Arandas, Jalisco. Because a lot of Metro Detroit is from Arandas and San Ignacio. They're, they're like uh, uh, two towns separated by about 20 minutes. Um, and uh, a lot of folks there are here in Michigan or have family here in Michigan. So when I show up and they hear me talk... They're like, oh, it's probably it's a cousin from Michigan. It's 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 one of the one of the pochos, and I I had to learn that term down in Mexico. Pocho is the uh, American born uh, family of Mexicans that go to the United States. Um, when I was young in '97, that was actually like a swear word. It was they were they would people would call me that among many other things, and they would call me that, and my friends were like. Jimmy, don't let them say that to you. And I'll be like, well, I prefer pocho over when they call me gringo. Hey, gringo. Or gabacho. Gabacho or gringo. I really hated gringo, man. Didn't like being called. Didn't like it. Still don't like it when I go. But, hey, that's. They're like, you're not. You are an American. You have a blue-ass passport. You are American as an mrf And you are a gringo. And I'm like, okay, yeah. I I can't deny that, uh, you know, I'm. My passport is blue, and um, I'm obviously not going to convince you, you know, of of anything other than that. I mean, I really can't, right? So uh, I appreciated the word pocho, and I told them that. They're like, Jimmy, why do you let them call you that? I says, well, I like that better than gringo because at least pocho recognizes something Mexican, you know? They're like, oh, yeah, you're you're the American kids. So as I was saying, is, is in Arandas, that's nothing new. In San Ignacio, it's nothing new. They're like, oh yeah, we've we've seen you before. We we've we've seen you guys before. We've heard of you guys, you know. And since the town's so small, nobody wants to get caught overcharging or screwing somebody because chance it's a, such a small town. Chances are they're gonna be like, I'll get a call from your aunt. Why do you try to overcharge my nephew? My nephew's down here. My son-in-law's down here from Michigan. Went to your store. What are you doing? Because and nobody wants to get stuck with that because word travels fast in these small towns. So that actually, you know, being uh, as we call a Mexican American actually helps me in particularly Arandas, but not many other places. You know, Arandas specifically because my Michigan connection. I got Michigan plates. They're like, oh yeah, we've 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 we we've seen these people before. They're here in Christmas time. They're Michigan plates everywhere. But anyways. As I was saying, is is it it became abundantly clear that I am not a Mexican, and that's why I say it, Mexican the adjective, not Mexican the noun. I understand that uh, a lot of folks, you know, have differing views as it relates to them, but when I'm just reporting the news, I mean that's great, and we can identify here and be proud and have our Cinco de Mayo parades and, and do everything we do. But the questions I get in Mexico is, why do you guys do that? I'm like, the, 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 in a multi, and you realize just how rare a multi-ethnic democracy is. Because Mexico by no means is a monolith. But the one thing Mexicans can agree on is that they are all, in fact, Mexicans. You're not going to have anybody that says, oh, you're not a real Mexican. 
they're like, no, it's a granted. We're all Mexican. Let's have our discussions as far as, you know, how we're going to go about, you know, divvying up resources, which I can dig. Whereas a lot of times here in the United States, the conversation kind of goes to, well, who's an American and who's not? Who's, you know, what, what's, what's your nationality? Or, or what are you? That question. What are you? I mean, the, the technical answer is, well, I'm an American. Yeah, 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 I get that. But what are you? Where are your people from is what we want to know in our discussions here. But uh, that's non-existent. When I said on the previous pod that uh, Mexicans didn't have a concept when I was like, oh, I'm not Mexican-Mexican. They're like, what, what does that even mean? What are you, what are you even talking about? And I, I, I had to explain, you know, well, it, it was in one particular conversation. Um, and mind you, we're all kids. We're, you know, we're, we're kids. We're high school kids. And uh, a classmate was like, yeah, yeah, but wouldn't after so long you just turn white? And I'm like, <laughs> and I, that made, that was funny. I mean, I laughed. I was like, I had to go as far as, okay, you take two German shepherds. You know, that's a German dog, right? And they're like, yeah. I was like, so you take one German shepherd and you, 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 in Spanish, it's you cross it with. That's to breed it. You cross it with another German shepherd. What are the puppies going to look like? They're like, well, a German shepherd. I'm like, yeah, that's me. So you take one American of Mexican descent and you take another American of Mexican descent and you cross them. What are their kids going to look like? You know? They're going to be Americans of Mexican descent, so they're going to look like me. And for my particular group of high school classmates, you know, uh, that was, oh, you know, the, the fact that that I was I was so foreign. Now I had uh, American-born classmates. There were two of them. One was from Cali. One was from Texas. And they, but them being, you know, the the second generation. American born for the most part raised in 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 Mexico and there in in Fresnillo they they spoke Spanish like Mexicans so it was never a, a never a, a question so for me to get there so foreign so clueless you know like on on so many things they just were like man this is this is you are not Mexican at all and you know I I have those uh, discussions as far as you know people who are Especially in our, our, our really isolated communities, are like, but how does this happen? What do you, how 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 is it that you look you look like a Mexican? And I'll you know go over the the family history and 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 you know we're from Texas when it was part of Mexico. Interesting you know fun fact is not a big uh, topic in the Mexican curriculum, as I learned, that wasn't common knowledge um, among my classmates because if you are you know, a, a central Mexican uh, government agency laying out uh, uh, curriculums, uh, the last thing you're going to want to say is, oh, we're going to just teach our kids that. And if you don't like it, you can leave like Texas. So it's not, it was news. I mean, some kids knew about it, but they were like, yeah, man, all that place, that was all Mexico, California, Texas, Arizona, all that area. And, you know, I'm sure there's a big swing of, of, uh, uh, high and low information high school kids, you know, as with everybody. So, uh, but it wasn't common knowledge. So it was it was new to them, and the concept of being received as anything else other than, you know, a Mexican was new to me. So, I wanted to talk a bit about that, um, 
my experience, you know, being as a as a Mexican American doing business in Mexico, folks will think, "Oh, you go to Mexico, it's easy. You're Mexican. You know, you go down there, you know, they they they're going to treat you, you know, like you're one of them." And that is not how it goes. Um as a matter of fact, just just on that note, I find myself I would say more uh vulnerable to uh, more susceptible to more 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 vulnerable to uh to I guess sticky situations i won't call them i won't call it dangerous just just issues by being able to kind of maneuver my way navigate my way into these 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 isolated communities find myself and i've I've gotten a a a lot of different responses um again in tlaxcala at uh when we have the same place we're having the bombazos there was a little festival going on that i went to uh met some of the vendors they make some other stuff and and that's all cool but because it's 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 so inland, it's so indigenous, it's so not touristy. I mean, there's nothing in English. There's, it's just not a place for tourists. I met a guy that was a, a little, I guess, pissed just that I was there. That our artisan had brought me in to where, who's this guy? You know, he's like, oh, he's uh, my, my, he's like, he came down here and I'm I'm standing right there. I'm like, you know, he said, yeah, this is, yeah, I met him. I'm like, Hey, how you doing? He's like, he's here. Where's he staying? Is he staying with you? And he's like, yeah. And it just, I'm like, man, this guy's, this guy's kind of upset. I mean, he looks, he, I, I felt as though I was somewhere I shouldn't be. I was stepping on his toes by, by walking into his town. He He didn't like it. It wasn't, it wasn't like, oh, hey, welcome. Let's show you around. He's like, bro, what do you, what you got this guy here for? What you bring him here for? I don't know. It was, it was weird. So that's a, given my, you know, that's based exclusively on my appearance. As I go to these places, quietly shut my mouth. Esto cuanto sale? Esto cuanto? Si, gracias. Simple stuff like that, purchasing, I can do that. All right. Um, for example, on that note, I would, uh, our artisan, our Mexica artisan was taking me to different places and, uh, I walk in and, and I'd, uh, uh, he's, I'd meet the, the salesperson and I just walk right up and extend my hand, dude, dead, cold, limp fish hand shaking my hand on a couple occasions I'd ask and they would, you know, people want to talk over me. So these ones over here, these ones here are this way. I'm like, Oh, okay, excuse me. Then, then I'd, I try to then like excuse me, let me finish, and I'm like, oh, you know, my apologies. You know, it was just a lot of curt responses to where I we left one place in particular, and I asked our artist, and I says, um, is this something subcultural or are people being rude to me? He said, no, people are being rude to you. <laughs> I was like, okay, um, is it because I'm American? He's like, no, you haven't you haven't given yourself away. That you're, uh, you haven't signaled that you're an American yet. I'm like, oh, all right. I'm like, so what? What is it? He goes, they probably think you're from the north. And I was like, what? Why? What? What makes what makes them think I'm from the north? He says, your shoes, probably your shoes. And I'm wearing, you know, my my cowboy boots. I mean, I've been had them for many years, so much that I've walked in them so much. I already had the heels uh, repaired, um, and 
on my left side, like the part, like by your the, the your pinky toe, that from bending so much, it's already got a little tear in there. I mean, they're worn boots, so they definitely. When I'm walking down yonder, there those are some legit shoes. You know what I mean? But it's not like I'm wearing some Jordans that are giving me away. Those are some Mexican boots. But uh, he says your your shoes. Um, only people from the north wear those kind. And I'm like, well, what kind? He goes to the toe. And it's kind of a box coat. It's it's known in Mexico. They call it the the punto rodeo. It's a rodeo point. And I'm like, oh, I mean, okay. So that that's a whole different topic as far as the the the, the uh, fragmenting and divide of North and Southern Mexico. And dude, so people thinking I was from the North, uh, North Mexico, not North meaning United States. Um, it was it it was it shocked me as far as you know, but my point is is given my finta mexicana, I can I can definitely get into places you know un un unnoticed. Like I said, until I open my mouth. But uh, at that point, it's 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 more of a uh, a point of interest to folks. They're like, how did you get this face? Like, how do you how does that even work? And I just, you know, got to explain, you know, a little bit of history, a little bit of geography, a little bit of, a little bit of uh, 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 genetics, uh, dominant traits, that kind of stuff. And it's just, it's interesting to a lot of folks I come into that otherwise haven't met, you know, an American like me. You know, there's like, oh, I, I did not know. They're, they're un, which is odd because I mean, there's so many. It's such a, a, a normal thing, part of Amer- of Mexican life. That people go to the United States, and I'm like, yeah, but nobody really goes thinks about. Yeah, they 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 have kids born there, but they look just like them, you know. Same thing with food. There's a statistic on about in Zacatecas. There are more Zacatecans in the United States than there are in Zacatecas. Everyone knows that that data point. Everybody knows that statistic, but no one thinks you can get a real taco. In Michigan, in the United States, anywhere other than Mexico, they're like, "Oh, that's all Tex-Mex." I'm like, "No, actually, it's uh, it's legit stuff." No, no, you no. This this is very much our, it's muy nuestro. You don't have this over there. Desto no hay en tu tierra. I mean, you don't you don't have this in your land. Uh, yeah, we do. So my point is, everyone understands. Yeah, where are there more Zacatecans? They're like, yeah, in the United States. I was like, does do you honestly think none of them know how to make a a legit taste in taco? And they're like, oh yeah, I can't. you know. So it's it's just interesting that that's a it's an unthought of, you know, aspect, and that's, you know, just another layer of some some challenges and benefits I get from yeah being an American of Mexican descent in Mexico, um, and just really coming across just a lot of uh, a, a, a lot of lack of information regarding that whole demographic. Um, the whole, you know, hyphen Mexican American, um, and you know, the, the, the benefits and drawbacks of, you know, um, being me down there. Um, so it was a, a topic that was, that was mentioned in, uh, by a couple folks uh, reaching out to me, uh, post podcast. Uh, I figured I'd, I'd use it as a, as a topic. We can address it. But uh, yeah, by all means, continue to reach out. I mean, I like addressing those those kind of things. 
um, talking on on those kind of points, you know, uh, uh, aspects that I that I deal with, which are so many. In this particular case, being being a, a, an American of Mexican descent in Mexico, doing business in Mexico, uh, and not as a Mexican. I mean, as I said, it's it's everything. They they know right away. They're like, uh, um, young man, where are you from? And I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm from the state of Michigan. They're like, oh, okay. Now I, I I can see it now. I'm like, and when I've had those discussions. Uh, they're like, yeah, it's everything about you. I could see it. I could totally see it. It's it's the way you walk. It's it's the way you hold your shoulders. It's your it's one uh, woman. She she put her kind of hands out and slanted them down, like from my from my my ears to like my shoulders, my my traps, my trapezius. You know, she's like, it's right right here. And I was like, oh okay, you know. Um, so don't nobody go thinking I'm you know it, it's easier for me. Or things are made. If anything, it's it's made harder because I'll I'll run into the thing. You know, like why don't you know this? You you know how, how come you how come this how come you already hit you ain't already hip? You know, and God forbid I say something wrong in Spanish. Oh man, that's a whole other thing. Mexicans do not want you you know messing up Spanish. You want to say something incorrectly, they will correct you. It don't matter who it is. It could be the waiter is going to correct you. I'm like oh excuse me, you know my my apologies, but only me. You know, there anybody else, it's like, like I recall as a student, we had a Japanese student. And, you know, it's one thing to be uh, an Amer- uh, a Mexican-American and, and have, and win the Spanish award and be down there and kind of speak some Spanish, know kind of what's up. I mean, there was, it was my parents' secret language that whenever they didn't want us to know. So it was, it was around us. And so my point is I had some exposure. That's one thing. But when you come from Japan, like Ayako, the Japanese student, she, I mean, they don't even have the letter R in their, in their language. So it was, everybody's hanging on every single vowel sound she's making, trying to communicate like, wait, I think she's trying to say this. I think she's trying to say that. Let me say, I don't know, an article and, and noun agreement wrong. They're like, Jimmy, why don't, it's probably best if you just shut up. I'm like, Oh word. Really, bro? Like, you know, yeah, it's probably better if you don't say anything, you know? And but like I said, I mean, we were high school kids, and high school kids rarely are uh, tactful and polite uh, on those uh, sensitive international matters, in my opinion. But anyways, um, again, I could. I mean, it's it's every time I go, I, I'm I'm that's that's something I deal with as far as how I'm received by anyone. The, the taxi driver, the the torta lady, you know, it it's just it's it's a ever present aspect of doing business down there, um, which makes perfect sense because, I mean, I, I, everywhere I go, I'm, I'm still me. I still have my, you know, my same background, and it's received uh, many different ways. Uh, for the most part, positive. Um, sometimes not so much. Like my man in my Mexica homeboy down there was just like, dude, what are you even doing here? How dare you be here? This is ours, not yours. What are you even doing here? So I went down as a, as a, as a, um, missionary worker this time as an adult i went twice as a student and then the next time i was able to go was many years after and this at this point i was an adult of the group and uh now mind you i was you know single slender you know little beefy tight fade you know just you know uh tanning you know working out that kind of you know that guy that type of guy and uh some folks particularly in fresnillo at that time, that's when the uh, uh, the uh, the drug war basically started. 
this would have to be 2010. I'd say about 2010, if, if I'm looking at my own timeline right. And, uh, you know, I got the, you know, the, the broad shoulders, you know, working out, uh, the tattoos. Um, I went to go withdraw money. And uh, you withdraw money in the supermarket. So imagine in Soriana. Soriana is like the, 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 the Kmart, the Walmart, the, the big chain, the Kroger. And all the ATM, all the banks have an ATM there, and they're all along the same wall. They're all plugged in there. That's where they all get, you know, that's it's a wall of ATMs from all the different banks. So you walk in there, and you get in line for the ATM at your bank. And uh, I get in line. I'm getting my money. And as I, I pull it out, I turn, I step to my right, and all the lines at the ATM, everybody just kind of, baby step kind of just tiptoe like out of the way and just give me space and my friend that i was with that took me to go withdraw money he's like oh man they don't even want to look at your face and i was like what and so i i walk like you know hall of shame through this this path that's been cleared for me and as i'm leaving usually you kind of get the nod from the security guard there, like, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I don't have any purchases, so, you know, or, yeah, yeah, just nod, go ahead. Same thing like the, your, your loss prevention specialist at, at Home Depot wanting to see a receipt, that kind of stuff. Sometimes they, they, they want to see it, sometimes they don't. This guy didn't even, didn't even look at me. Just look, just, just let me walk on by. Again, 2010, I believe. And, uh, it, it saddened me, and I asked my buddy, I'm like, dude, why why is it like this? Because that was new. And he's like, right now, due to the drug wars, what uh, some cartels are doing is they're bringing in, uh, they call them matones. Maton, which is, uh, uh, it's uh, translates to basically an assassin, a hitman. And what it is, is they will bring in Americans of Mexican descent, guys who, you know, uh, no Mexico family down there. They they know the language. They know how to move around. They know, you know, they just fly them in, bang, 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 and then they fly them out. So people, of course, that the rumor mill churns. And so for me to show up during that time and have that look, that, that kind of tight fade, you know, slick cat, you know, thick, I work out five times a week. I'm super single, uh, you know, the tattoos, the, you know, the white tennis shoes. Everyone just was, it just instilled a lot of fear. And that was, a, that was an unfortunate aspect of, of that particular time uh, being a Mexican-American in, in central Mexico. As time progressed, you know, um, tattoos became more mainstream in Mexico. At that particular time, they weren't. Um, I just saw a TikTok uh, of, a, of a mom kicking her kid out of the house. Legit, she went up to the college she was like, what are you doing here with a tattoo? You're going to go home and you're going to get out of the house. And the whole, all his friends and everybody just kind of sitting at these picnic tables under this canopy like the universities look like. And they're just kind of looking away. And she's screaming, get out of the house and you ain't going to cry. Don't cry. Get out of the house. And I was just like, oh, man. So big, big cultural differences regarding, you know, tattoos and, and what they mean and, and, and how they're, there's a counterculture against it. But. Anyways, just one of the many, you know, over many years, 
and and it's and every, every trip since then has had you know an, uh, an aspect of 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 how I'm received as a Mexican American as as Mexican the the adjective not Mexican the noun uh, you can ask anybody from Mexico you know is that I meet but yeah you know Jimmy is he Mexican they'll be like no well, no of course he's not you know everybody knows Jimmy's not Mexican but so very interesting aspects uh, uh I know uh, I'm not alone uh with though that particular you know thing uh, not everyone has the same experiences but uh you know I always say it's a it's it's a uh definitely not a monolith and it's not just one thing and there's different degrees of just you know and the further I mean we did the math once I think we did the count it's been like eight generations since my family's been you know Mexicans and it's it's uh just offered a lot of uh opportunity for a lot of discussion a lot of interesting you know interactions and, and experiences just for you know being uh, a, a a mexican looking american of mexican descent um you get you received all different ways some people are glad you came some people are get the hell out you sell out uh you know it's 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 uh it's rough sometimes but like i said as long as it continues to be an overall positive experience, I'll continue to do it. So let's call it. Uh, that's something I just want to discuss. Interesting topic. Thanks for your feedback. So by all means, guys, keep it coming. I love I love the feedback. Thanks for listening. Thanks for uh, uh, joining. Um, continue to like, continue to share. And uh, I'll see you guys again really soon.